0: Oh god, that's sort of a joke. Quickly ask me if I've ever thought about being a voiceover artist. We won't use this. Hey Nick, have you ever thought about being a voiceover artist? Mm, no, I've always thought of myself more of a legover artist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Was not expecting that. So.
2: This week on Whiskey and Things, I speak to Canadian singer-songwriter Joey Clarkson.
0: And we try, well, I try, the Jura Origin 10-year-old. And we hear our whiskey gods' tantalising review.
2: You can keep up to date with the show on our social medias. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Whiskey and Things. And on Instagram at Whiskey and Things Podcast.
0: Remember to drop that E. And also remember to rate us, review us, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms.
1: Please. Echo. You're listening to the Whiskey and Things podcast with Dave Giles and Nick Kent.
0: Good morning, afternoon, or evening. I'm Nick Kent. G'day, mate. I'm Dave Giles. Welcome to Whiskey and Things. Episode four, where Dave has decided to be Australian. For some reason. We have gone international. Have we really?
2: Yep. Corey Ashton has been listening all the way over in Australia. He's been sent us, sent us a little message on Facebook. Hello, Corey. Hello, Corey. He said uh, he has a whiskey for
0: breakfast and listens to us. Wow. That's hardcore. Yep. Be careful. He
2: said uh, he, he loves the way we bounce off each other.
0: <laughs> has your webcam been on? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, this is Have fun. Been? I'm all right. My brother's joined the Patreon. Apparently, no, he hasn't. He has, and he just wants to know where his bog roll is.
2: Well, it, it'll be on the way. It, obviously, I haven't been to the post office because I'm trying to limit how much I'm going out. But I, like, I love right. the fact that your brother wants to wipe his bum with your face so much that he's joined
0: our Patreon. <laughs> I think there should be some therapy involved with that. But um... you've, st-
2: you've still got a whole week left if you're listening and you would like mine and Nick's face on your toilet roll. Of you've course. You've got a whole week uh, left of the offer where if you join our Patreon, you will get... Uh, a bog roll with our faces on.
0: I love a deadline. I love a deadline.
2: <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed last week's show, Nick. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one. It was one. fun with Dean on. Uh, I had some good feedback from Dean. We had, we've had had some discussion online. Erin uh, brought this up about the Hague, the Hague Club. Yes. And the difference between Hague Club and Hague Club, man. Now, Dean, in the interview that went on out, just to clarify, Dean said he likes Hague Club. He meant to say, "I like Hague Clubman. Clubman." If you'd list, watched a full interview, that's a mouthful. That is. If you'd watched a full interview on uh, on the Patreon page, you would have seen that we cleared that up. But I didn't yeah. have time to put that in the edit. But Dean loves the Hague Clubman. That's a really mouth. That's hard to say. <laughs> Dean loves the Hague Clubman. Not so much of a. <laughs> he and, loves the Hague Clubman. Loves and, <laughs> the Hague Clubman. Hague Clubman. But like you and I, not so much of a fan of the club.
0: I know what he means, though, by being enticed by that big, square, blue bottle. Because I was the same. It was such a clever bit of marketing, wasn't it, when they did that? But the thing is, they did bring out the Clubman very fast after that one. So I was, I'm thinking maybe people hey, had the same th- you know, yeah, yeah, reaction yeah. as us. But and I um, very
2: rarely see the Club anymore. You only really ever see the Clubman.
0: Yeah, you do, especially in okay. bars and stuff.
2: We'll, we'll do more feedback later, but my friend Lucy listened as well this week. Mm-hmm. And she was surprised that she enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> well, there's an endorsement.
2: She was surprised at how much she enjoyed it. She thought the two men talking about whiskey was going to be too intense for her. Wow. Um, but, you know, I did explain it's cool whiskey and, and
0: things. Things. And some people
2: like the things. Right, so we get anyway. into to a
0: whiskey we actually like. Whiskey
2: butts roll out. So, uh, before we get on to the things... This week's whiskey. Yeah. Now do you want to talk about this or am I talking about this?
0: Well, I'm because- intrigued to see um how you pronounce Jura. Um, you know cuz you do love pronouncing words slightly differently. And you as you're Australian this week, I'm intrigued to hear your uh, <laughs> How Australian- do I do it in
2: an Australian accent? I, well, I, my accent was so good obviously. Uh, Jura? Jura mate. Jura. <laughs> um, what how is it pronounced? Do you know? Jura. Jura. <laughs> so uh, we are drinking the Jura, and they're both 10 years old, right? But we have different versions. Is yeah, that we correct? realized.
0: Yes. We realised this when right. we sat down to record the episode. We advertised the Jura Origin, which is aged 10 years. Basically, they don't do the Jura Origin anymore. They, it's discontinued, this line. But they do wow. sell a 10-year-old, which is what Dave's bought. But they are slightly different. Hang on, just right. get this get uh, this cork sound. Ooh, deep. Deep. That was a... <laughs> That, was, that wasn't a pop, was it? That was good. Oh man. Oh it's a deep one. <laughs> nice. But yeah, we're tasting two different <laughs> we're tasting two separate uh, versions of the Jura ten year old. But yes, Jura Origin the is, is discontinued. It's the signature series or something, along with the superstition and a prophecy, etc. Um the ten right. year old so- they do now is finished in a sherry cask. So it is. Yeah. It's,
2: it's matured in white oak Bourbon barrels. Bourbon. And finished. Bourbon, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, biscuit barrels, mate. Biscuit barrels. Yeah. Have you not have you not tried a biscuit barrel? I haven't. Like a fig roll. Oh right.
0: Oh, <laughs> good. It does actually smell a bit like a fig.
2: They, yeah, they mature it with a fig roll and then uh, and then they finish it in the sherry butt.
0: Oh good. <laughs> Reliable whiskey N- and foam on this show.
2: Um, yeah, so this was set up by Jim Jura uh, <laughs> back in the nineteenth century. That's correct, isn't it? Yeah, uh, spot on, mate. <laughs> Absolutely spot on. <laughs> so we're both tasting different whiskies. Does, does that yeah. mean it's going to be like completely different colour? And all? it will should do, shouldn't it? Mine's really um, copper ambery. You know, like um, in Jurassic Park where he's got the stick with the amber with the mosquito in. Yes, that's what this looks like. Interesting. So I reckon that from this whiskey I'll be able to create some dinosaurs.
0: Yeah, definitely. Spot on again. Um Jura is an island next to Isla. So if you can't be asked to go to Isla, stop off in Jura. There's a lovely little distillery there where you can pick up a bottle of this.
2: Do you want to know my fun fact about Jura?
0: Of course. As long as it's true.
2: George Orwell wrote nineteen eighty four on the island of Jura.
0: I can wow. Okay. That's a great that's fact. A good,
2: that's a good fact, isn't it? It's one of my favourite books. If I had to pick a top five, it would be in there. And bear in mind, we're on this weird lockdown thing at the moment where like the streets are all empty and there's weird things going on. Did you see the video of Barnsley? Like Barnsley Town Centre was empty, but they had this like monotone voice making announcements no. across the town centre. It was so Big Brother-esque. It was oh, really, really weird. It was no. very or- or- Orwellian, dystopian Orwellian. stuff.
0: We well, talked about the, the cork. I yeah. will to talk about the bottle, because right. I've never been a fan of the bottle. Right? Mike,
2: it's not that much different.
0: No. If um, the listeners know the the shape of the Dura bottle, it's very round and very bulbous, kind of. And I've never kind of liked it, to be honest, but I've read up, and there's a reason for that. Go on. Our icon- this is from their website. Our iconic seafaring bottles with their rounded edges were historically designed to withstand the roughest journeys.
2: Ah, interesting. Another interesting fact. So they can Learn go on a all. ship.
0: Yeah, that's and why. And not get
2: smashed. Less breakages.
0: Less breakages. Maybe they're stronger because they're It's like the edge of a castle or something. Round shit.
2: Nice. I like that. Something like that. Like that. That's, but that's another the good joke. fact. Anna Jones has been listening to the show, Nick. Hello. And she has asked how your nasal technique oh, is, really? uh,
0: is coming on. Well, like any technique. <laughs> it takes time. It takes time, but I'm I'm definitely sticking it in further i used to do just the tip i found if i just dive right in there and just get involved it's i'm definitely feeling the uh the pluses from that and definitely amazing. i don't know why dave's laughing so much talking about nasal technique do you know what this smells like to me the first thing i smelt. No. do you remember what did you ever used to have saurine? remember the sorine? kind of, it's like a raisin fruit loaf thing. You can still get them.
2: Oh yeah, it, it does have that. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, Fruit loaf. It fruit definitely loaf. tastes of, smells Walnut of fruit loaf, loaf.
0: Fruit loaf. But for me, it's that saurine stuff.
2: And Christmas cake. Yeah. Uh, more Christmas cake. What is it with scotch and Christmas cake? Is, a Christmas cake's covered in scotch. Is that a thing? Sherry. You put sherry, sherry on it. So this is sherry finish, so that might be why.
0: Maybe, yeah. Obviously, you're tasting a different whiskey to me at the moment.
2: Yeah, this is really helpful. yeah,
0: (laughs) I'm also, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I'm I'm picking up the old saurine. It's quite cakey as well. Got like a caramel fudge Mr. Kipling cake in the, uh, and marzipan.
2: Mr. Kipling cake. Country slice. That's what it smells like. I used to love those with custard. Oh, oh. Yeah, you're right there, mate. That may have to go on my essential shop next week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your essential shop.
2: What, what I like on, on my... I, I'm pretty sure I've, I've read this before as well. That Dura, the way that Jura markets itself as an island on the bottles and yeah. the, on, the, on, the, on the packaging mm-hmm. is it says, has uh, 200 people live on the island. There's one road, one pub and one distillery. Yeah. I think we need to go there.
0: I think well, it's on the way to Isla, So it's definitely a uh, one to or We may not get through. there. <laughs> <laughs> well no if there's only one distillery there's loads on isla we just might not get back
1: no one cares about
0: the things god he's so negative isn't he oh mate awful
2: don't need that right now we don't, don't need, need that, that. Negativity.
0: positive whiskey god
2: so nick talk of positivity yeah what have you been up to this week
0: Well, we're on lockdown, Dave, as everyone is. I'm I'm not going to lie, I haven't done much. Um, I've been doing some more multicam kind of song covers, etc., which have been fun to do. But I'll tell you what I haven't been doing, Dave. I haven't been having house parties. And apparently there were 660 house parties which were closed down by the police last weekend in Manchester.
2: So and we're not talking about house parties on the app. We're talking about actual house parties.
0: Actual house parties with fireworks, oh bouncy castles. And I'm really annoyed because I wasn't invited to any of them. Um, <laughs> not, not that I would have gone. Would have gone. <laughs> not that I would have gone, but it would have been nice <laughs> to have a been really invited. Point.
2: Well, maybe it's because we have friends which are being responsible. We
0: have good friends. Responsible friends. Yeah.
2: We've, we've, yeah.
0: But um, Manchester, behave yourselves, please. Um, Is that just in Manchester? Just in Greater Manchester.
2: Oh my god.
0: Yeah, I know, right? But anyway, let's go into more positive things. What have you been up to this week, Dave?
2: Me? What have I been up to? I've had a I've had a good week actually, Nick. Um, I think I've had a good week. I've been again finishing <laughs> off. I think I've finished off those two songs and I'm trying to work on some other stuff. Great. I'm really trying to focus on some new skills. Okay. I'm trying, like, trying to get the balance right of where I want to not be productive. I'm not being productive. I'm not forcing myself. You've got to know the balance, yeah, and not feel yeah, guilty
0: well, when you want to sit down and never relax because you are stuck exactly. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Exactly. Um, so that that's, but but equally, when I am sitting doing stuff, I'm thinking, right, let's do something I've not done before, or how can I do better than I normally do? So, so what
0: skill have you been learning, or what you know?
2: I, I mean, really boring. I've been learning how to mix vocals. It's <laughs> not boring. Like, <laughs> I, but but. but the process it, for most people would be, but um, I, I tell you what I have done, which has been fun this, uh, I've loaded up. Do you remember when we made my first album back in 2012? Album, yes. So I was thinking of the Love, EP. Life, Lost and Tea. Yes, I remember. And we recorded a song called Angel of the North. Yeah, didn't make the record, right? Didn't make the record, yeah. but we did the full tracking. We've got all yeah. the drums, bass, guitars, about seven tracks of drums, yeah. four trumpet parts, loads of backing vocals- yeah. Uh, and Trumpets, I've got of a course, full yeah. I've got a full track which has never been mixed. Wow. And I'm trying to learn how to mix properly. Yeah. So I've got I've got this stuff and I don't know if I'm ever going to release this song. It's it's not really a song that fits with anything I'm doing at the moment, mm. but it's really interesting just to go back and no, imagine And yeah. and open those files up kind and of... go it's a time machine. Yeah. It is a it's time machine. It's an audio audio time machine. So I may re I may re-record the vocal because my voice is better now and it's annoying me. Listening to my old voice is annoying me, mm. but the track is all there and it's finished. I just need to, I just need to mix it. It's there, so it's that's yeah. I've been having a look at that. That's been interesting. I'm
0: intrigued to hear what I played on that. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> dum,
2: dum 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 dum. It was something like that. <laughs> that was it. Oh, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that that's my like impression me. of you yeah, playing bass. Yeah, exactly, like exactly. Also, I've had various phone calls and chats over this week, as I'm sure we both have. Uh, but I managed to uh, get Joey Clarkson on the phone and we had a little FaceTime interview. Ah. Uh, jo- Joey is a Canadian singer-songwriter. She came, moved over a few years ago. She released an album last year called The Year That Never Happened. It's a really great album. Yeah, it is great. I met her through Danny Groff, um, who wrote a song with her a couple of years ago, which is on his new album, Gregory the Great. Mm-hmm. And his new album came out last week, Did All of My Own Misfortune, which is a great album. Great album, well done Danny, friend of the pod. Well done. Uh, and Danny introduced uh, me and Joey. We started writing songs together more recently, which has been a lot of fun. And I f- figured that she'd be interesting to have on the pod because she's had her own trials and tribulations recently, which uh, have kind of been a bit of a prelude to the lockdown for her, which means she's had a bit of a head start. And it's kind of interesting to hear, hear her talk about that. So uh, let's hear from Joey. Hello, Joey. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Uh, I can see you're drinking a whiskey. What have you got there?
3: I am drinking a whiskey. I am drinking the Talisker Storm Single Malt. Um, It's really good. It's quite tasty. It's been on my shelf for like three years. and I uh, (laughs) Actually, you know, this bottle of whiskey I inherited because I had friends from Canada and they were living over here in the UK and they had to go back to Canada. And I just like lucked out because my friend's uh, partner jamie was a big whiskey fan and so he collected all of these fine whiskeys and obviously could not take them back Couldn't to canada and oh he, wow but he was also a traditional like whiskey drinker and loved enjoying them and so he didn't want to drink them too fast and not enjoy it so he gave them all to me and it was like oh it was glorious so i've been saving this one as it's the last last little bit at the bottom of the bo- bottle and uh
2: yeah that's yeah. that th- that, that's the issue I have. I've got loads of, of bottles of nice whiskey. with just have a tiny bit left, but they take up a lot of space, but I just mm. don't want to have that last bit.
3: I know, <laughs> just, it's so sad.
2: <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to have to, oh, I because then it's done. So, Joey, you're a singer-songwriter, and you're a wonderful one at that, but I want to talk to you today about something a little bit different you've started doing recently, because you've started becoming a voiceover artist.
3: I did, Yes. You probably won't be able to tell by my uh, the quality of what I'm producing on this side, because I'll probably get slurry halfway through. But I did start doing voiceovers.
2: <laughs> what made you decide to do that?
3: Oh, man. So um, I always hate saying this, but my mom's been bugging me to do it for years. And I, uh, I I hate saying that because then I have to tell my mom, you're right, and admit it publicly. <laughs> um But yeah, she'd been telling me to do it for years because I have the equipment to do it. A lot of musicians do have the equipment to do it. And I have a musical theater background, uh, a history in public speaking, in motivational speaking and in reading stories out loud. So it just I don't know why I didn't start to do it earlier. I think it was just a bit intimidating. And my uh, my wrist injury was really what gave me a kick up the backside to start trying and as soon as I started trying things started falling into place and to be honest I just feel like I resisted it for so long that accepting it I'm now getting so many more other opportunities flowing through my front door just because I allowed those opportunities opportunities to come in
2: so just to explain you hurt your wrist and and obviously you're a singer songwriter so you need to be able to play guitar so that's 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 the forced injury is, is a is a different kind of quarantine for you
3: Mm, yes, it's, it's not. It hasn't been fun. It's been quarantine, a different kind of quarantine for me, uh, for like five months, really. I'm obviously I'm allowed to leave the house, but uh, I'm not allowed to play guitar. So it just it's changed a lot in my life and given me a lot of time to reflect.
2: So I suppose this quarantine period has come a, a relatively good time for you because no one can be gigging, so you're not really missing out on anything.
3: Well, I would. That's the thing. I would never wish this. Honestly, I would never wish what's happening now on anybody. And I would never say I'm happy about it because I'm not happy about it because other people shouldn't have to feel the way way I've been feeling for five months. But it is, in a very sad way, nice to know that other people are understanding how I feel. Not because they're going through it, but just to have somebody else to confide in who knows exactly how I've been feeling. Um, Yeah. Again, I would never wish that on somebody, though. I wish that this wasn't happening, obviously. It does feel like your career, as you know, it feels like your career is just kind of like on hold, on halt. You don't know when you're going to be able to make money, when you're going to be able to eat, when you're going to be able to share your music and connect with people, which is why we do what we do anyways, so... Yeah, it's been tough.
2: Uh, yeah, I've com- Completely. I mean, I, I've had to put my, my big project on hold, which is still top secret. I was supposed oh! to be announcing that last week. No, but alas, I... I know you know, but alas, it's just not the right time. But
3: I can't wait to talk about that project.
2: <laughs> I, yeah, me, me too. Let's, me let's too. pick that up. And, uh,
3: without giving anything away, at, I can easily say that this is going to be mind-blowing and like... Absolutely incredible, and nobody will have seen it coming. So I'm just so excited for you in this next project. Whenever you get to release it,
2: well, meet me too, and I'm I'm looking forward to you being a big part of that as yeah, well.
3: I'm so excited.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving moving back to towards you, this whole thing has become for all of us really a, a, a kind of forced holiday, uh, a chance for us all just to take a look at ourselves and realize what else we can do with our lives Absolutely. and just take stock of where we are and what we've got going for us. And I suppose you've had that going for, going on mm-hmm. a little bit longer with your injury, but you've used that to, to create some positive things for yourself, which is yeah. great. Yeah,
3: it's that forced time to spend time with yourself and yeah. not distracted time with yourself and to assess what's really important to you. And also I think on the positive side, it's allowed us to start using social media for what it was always meant to be and for yes. what, um, what I think we forgot what it was about. So we've allowed to come back to our roots and actually use it to connect with people, which is something that I think as an international immigrant in this country, um, I think I like I've always used social media that way, but I think some friends that lost touch have been stepping into it again and realizing that it's an easy way to connect with family, connect with people you love and actually use it for the right reasons. So that's kind of nice too. You're
2: so correct there. I, I can't remember the last time I spoke to this many of my friends.
3: Absolutely. I had so
2: many FaceTimes, house parties, all those kind of things. And I've caught up with some old friends I've not spoke to for ages. And that's been really nice. It's been very cathartic for me. And I've got to try and take some of the positives out of this situation Uh because that's <laughs> it's the only way I'm going to keep my sanity.
3: Absolutely. No, I think it's really important. Um, like, as you mentioned, I've had a bit of a head start with this. So while I'm being positive throughout the beginning stages of this whole um, isolation and quarantine situation for people, I went through the grieving process that everybody's currently going through on my own time in my own pity party. And that's a really important mm. step too. Like people do have to move through that in order to allow the good to come in. You have to grieve of in course. order to move forward. but. I think there's a lot of good things that are coming from from people taking a step back and people making choices in their life in that positively affect other people around them. Like it's really it is it's there's a nice sense of community like even the um clapping for the NHS, like that brought me to tears the other night. That was incredible. Yeah, it's
2: quite overwhelming, isn't it? I mean, I I generally went to the window expecting nothing to happen Mm -hmm. and couldn't believe the noise that happened. And obviously everyone's doing it for the right reasons, which is great. Uh, We've got some wonderful people who are putting their lives on the line in order to try and help us all get through this uh, as healthfully as we can. And for me there was another part of it though which is I live on my own and have had no physical contact with anyone in quite a while now and mm-hmm. just the idea of standing out my window and making noise with people nearby there was a physical connection with them uh I, I, I don't know it was something in the air that just made me feel connected with everyone people I didn't know strangers and it was it was just so overwhelming and lovely So I feel like we all needed Mm. it, but I got something out of it as well, um, which is great.
3: Absolutely, it was really interesting too. Because for me, I don't know about you and your neighborhood, but we're friends with a few people in our block, but we're not friends with everybody in the building, or we don't, we wouldn't recognize half the people who live right across the road from us. And so to be looking out the window at all of these faces you might have passed on the way to the grocery store in the past, and to be clapping with them and making noise and recognizing something that we're all grateful we're all in for this together. yeah it was really really special that was super cool
2: and of course we'll be hearing more from joey later on that was great man talisca storm i know mate it's nice to have classy lady it's nice to have a guest on who clearly likes whiskey
0: yeah <laughs> the top marks to uh, to her friend jamie for not just wanting to neck it you know wanting to enjoy the whiskey so he's passed it on Top marks there. Top you, marks.
2: Since since that interview, I found out, Nick, of this new thing uh, called the Infinity
0: Bottle. Yes, so you haven't heard about those before. I I've, hadn't heard about, about that before. I've been wanting to start one for a while. Yeah.
2: Well, I think I'm going to start one, and and basically, if you've not heard about this, if you have, because I mentioned in the interview that I have a lot of bottles with not much left. Yeah. Uh, for example, I've got a tiny bit left, of bullet from when we did the did the show. So I think that may be the start of my infinity bottle where basically every time you've got a little bit left, you pour your whiskeys in together and create your own blend.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think that's going to be a lot week, of fun. Yeah, one week you might put a Lagavulin in there and just absolutely...
2: Spoil it! <laughs> or or, <laughs> or it might bring that? out some
0: flavours. Who exactly. knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. But the, everyone's The gonna thing be is unique. you can then
2: add something else and it might then be nice again. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? Who, Who knows? knows? So I definitely definitely going to try that I think it could be fun
0: I know her pain with the I can't imagine what it would be like to have a wrist injury for five months or to be off for five months but I can feel her pain with the wrist injuries not being able to play because I had for the listeners I had both carpal tunnel operations a few years ago where I couldn't yeah. use my hands but I couldn't imagine being off for, for that and
2: long you, well you missed the big chunk of the Warp Tour of that though didn't you or no, did you miss I, I
0: came back early and was in pain for the Warp Tour oh. <laughs> I started I'm sure about you, four you weeks did, afterwards
2: I'm sure you missed something though there was something you missed
0: I missed the European leg of something. Ah. Uh, yeah. Oh, whatever. It's good.
2: When, so, like, I like the fact that she's used this to to relaunch something for herself, though. It's fantastic, yeah. It's, it's an inspiration to us all, really, to yeah. how to just get
0: on with it. And the voiceover work, too. That sounds fun. I know. Sounds fun. I'm,
2: I, I kind of want to do it. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone would hire me. No, but, but we've all I mean, Maybe with my Australian accent.
3: Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wow. Save us. Save us all, please. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> shall we... Um, not talking about voiceover work, because our God is real. Shall we summon the whiskey God? <laughs> oh! You know what I've done this week, Dave?
2: No, what, what did you do?
0: I've opened the window, right? I'm hoping <laughs> he won't come in through the ceiling this time. I'm hoping he's just going to linger outside on his cloud, like the guy who starts Mario Kart.
2: Oh, that's ah, oh, you know the one that's I'm talking what we about? Need. Yeah, yeah, The guy yeah, who starts yeah, Mario yeah. Kart.
0: Yeah, that's now. I'm now going to
2: envision the whiskey, the whiskey god like that, <laughs> yeah. like a little turtle in a cloud. <laughs> is it a turtle? Oh, I don't know what it is. Hey, so uh, Nick, friend of the pod, Rish.
0: Oh we're not doing uh, it then. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, no. This is relevant. Okay. This is this is this is completely relevant. I love a relevant. So uh, he left he left an iTunes review. Oh really? Yeah, we have two reviews on iTunes. Of the pod One Rish. of them from someone called Slow Gin Rules. I'm not sure who that is. Uh, but yeah, clearly he likes Slow Gin. Hey, and that's But okay. he said the show was whiskey licious. Anyway, Rish uh, has left a little prayer for the, to the whiskey god. Oh really? Yeah, which I'm gonna read read right now. This this while we summon him, I feel like this is important to say. Right. That we all need to pray to the whiskey god. May he deliver us from Vino with tasting notes fit for worship.
0: Wow. He's a poet. Thank you, Rich. One absolute poet. Deliver <laughs> us from Vino. I can, what? You know what? I think he's coming. And he is outside <laughs> can, my window. He was listening. He's outside my window. In fairness,
2: like, I would like him to have been inside. Because, have you opened uh, it? It's really hot in here.
0: Yeah. Oh, the he open. He's floating around.
1: Hello, Mr. Kent. Hello, Mr. Giles. I take it lockdown is treating you well.
2: Oh, I'm much, much better now you're here, God.
0: So what have you got to say about the Jura Origin 10-year?
1: Jura Origin. Aged 10 years. On the ice. A light caramel gold, a lens teasing you into a world of a very unique Highland Scotch effort. On the nose, immediate raisins and walnuts within a slight holiday pastry. Spice, citrus, and oak joins you as cloves and star anise show up. Fashionably late. Notice a bit of licorice swimming amidst a tartness. Lemon. Green apple. What's your poison? That's up to you.
2: Poison? Isn't that isn't that an Alice Cooper song?
1: It's the best Alice Cooper song.
2: Mate, didn't you talk with Alice Cooper?
0: Many moons ago, mate. <laughs> ah, living the dream, mate. Living the dream. Anyway, anyway,
2: God! What's it taste like?
1: On the palate, a noticeably viscous honey that leaves afterthoughts on the finish. Notice how it intensifies with nutmeg and those wonderful clove notes from your nosing. Swallowing intensifies these notes, but leaves you with an embracing warmth and a fading tingle overall, we have Jura, a distillery grounded in calculated audacity and adventure. In a sea of highland distilleries, this is the black sheep of the family who is doing just fine on their own. What might normally be a feeble ten-year-old offering in some collections embodies these beautiful attributes. To enjoy this scotch, you need to be prepared for its intense conversation on your palate, which moves, of course, at a pace that only it wants to move. This is not the Highland Malt for a typical birthday party but rather a sensual experience for the discerning whiskey drinker who decides to... hmm, I don't know, slum it with the rest of the highland rams for now David, Nicholas will this
0: suffice? That'll do nicely, Mr. God Thanks, Geza. Geza. Yeah can you uh, wash those I mean, windows while you're out there? They're filthy. <laughs> um,
2: no, he's gone. I mean, he's gone. In fairness, didn't even get to tell him I'm drinking a different whiskey, Nick. He knows. Will that <laughs> suffice? Why did he have to call me David? I mean,
0: <laughs> what the hell is an intense conversation on the palate? Well, his tongue isn't like our tongues, Dave. He has no? like, no, it's like uh, that movie um, Inside Out, <laughs> where there's a yeah. load of people. You know, having Inside a like, his tongue on his, on his tongue. It's like a Knights of the Round Table type thing. They're all having a swig. The salty side, they're giving their uh, little <laughs> awe in. Sweet side. Then you've got the tip of the tongue. Don't get me started on that tip again. Oh, the tip of the tongue. They're going, They're having their little uh, tongue wags and they're having a little conversation about what they can taste.
1: And they're, and then radioing, they're
0: feeding it back up. They're feed, yeah, they're radioing to the guys in the nose as well, just like cross referencing.
2: <laughs> so Mate. that's one intense because uh, now it all makes sense now it, all it all makes, makes sense, sense. I, I was confused Mate. but now you cleared that up uh, thank you for why, clearing that up that's why
0: we're here that's why we're here <laughs> we're a service
2: <laughs> the talking to being in a service on Twitter Tara Louise uh, has said that um, we've really cheered her up in this tough time so maybe maybe we oh, are
0: really? maybe we are a bit of a service good I hope so I'm glad there's any other way we can help, let us know.
2: Within reason, but yeah. Oh, and thank you, Tara. Tara Tara actually, uh, for my birthday has sent me an, a bottle of bullet. A bottle of bullet? A bottle of bullet. So thank you very much for that, Tara. Appreciate oh, that a lot.
0: A Jim Bullet Classic. The Jim
2: Bullet <laughs> Classic, exactly. <laughs> so uh shall we hear the second part of the interview with, with Joey? I would love to. So, Joey, once we're back and all this is over, what are your plans? Do you have plans to carry on with the voiceover or any music plans, new songs?
3: Yeah, I mean, like we've got... I'm trying not to let this whole situation slow me down because in reality, um, as we mentioned, my wrist has put me into this weird state for myself anyway, so I wasn't able to play music for the past five months on my own. Also, in the back of my head, I know that I'm not going to be fully ready to take on live gigs as a solo performer or even as like a duo until probably the late fall because I'm fairly sure that I'll still need a surgery so for me I think longer term I'm looking at really trying to turn this voiceover career into an actual feasible career to go alongside with my music so that I can afford to produce more music in this time frame and release more music rather than tour and that's kind of what we're focusing on right now
2: so have you are you allowed to talk about any of the voiceover stuff you've done
3: um I could yeah I think I can mention two of the books so far so I did a the first book that I did was a uh I'm going to mess up the title now, but it was a miniature Australian shepherd book on like how to buy your first one and all the research steps that need to go into making sure you're buying from appropriate breeders and how to train your puppy and then also how to care for it into its old age. And then I've also worked on a ghost story book, So it was a collection of short ghost stories, which was really fun. And the one that I'm currently working on right now, I I can't actually talk about that one yet, but I am the most excited about this one. So I can't wait for it to be out.
2: Do you have to put on voices or are you being hired Uh, for your voice?
3: I'm being mostly hired for my voice. But for instance, like... When I was talking about the German shepherd, they wanted a bit peppier of a tone. So I would be like, the first thing you want to do when you're looking for an Australian mini shepherd is to make sure that blah, 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 blah. And it would be like up there. But when I was talking about the ghost stories, they wanted it obviously more mysterious. So it would be a bit like, and then the family opened the door (laughs) and you would never guess what they found. So it's like, it's very, (laughs) it's very different depending on the tone. And the one that I'm currently doing is less of a narrated story and more it's left, it's told in first person so i'm a character when i'm reading the story which is something that oh, i nice. find i i like this approach a lot better so i actually get to get into this character and i just i love the story that i'm talking about too and it's very magical and it involves mermaids i think this one <gasps> i do have to have accents and that one's a bit scary um and they haven't <laughs> confirmed whether or not they actually want me to do the irish accent that i tried to do um so' we'll, yeah, which I will not be premiering on here because I'm not uh, drunk enough.
2: <laughs> and there's definitely not enough whiskey in that bottle There's not enough whiskey
3: in here to make me do that on a podcast.
2: <laughs> I suppose the whole thing is very performance based. I'd never really given it a thought before, but it's very performance based. So there are a lot of crossovers. It's not just that you have the equipment. Yeah, you are doing something that's that's kind of what we do. Yeah, I do. And, and especially with with our songwriting, we tell stories.
3: Absolutely. It's it's really connected. It's very um close to what we do. And I think it's nice to know that you're still connecting with people on a similar level even if you're, you're like even if you're not looking directly at them. You know, you're yeah. still connecting with them on a same level providing them a similar feel and a similar service I'm already slurring from mm. the whiskey that's crazy
2: <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should look into doing oh, that but of- I don't have I don't have a voiceover and I definitely can't do accents
3: you don't have um, to do accents you could totally do it I think anybody could do it and it's just fun because if anything and even if you only do one it's practice for when you're on stage too. like it's going to make you a better stronger uh, storyteller so
2: yeah well oh, maybe I'll look into that I've, one more thing I want to, want to talk to you about. Obviously, we, we met uh, through the Americana Music yeah. uh, Association. And that was my first event with that particular group. And in the past, I've turned my nose up at uh, music industry groups and networks. Uh, but this one I've discovered to be a real community. And it's taken me a while to to really embrace that and fully get into it. But now I I have done and I find that the more you put in, the more you get out although I'm new to this, you've been around these things for a while and are these things important to you or is it just a coincidence that I happen to meet you through this particular community?
3: No, I've always, I've always believed very strongly in community. I think that's one of like, one of the things, one of my core values is giving back to the community. I think it's incredibly important, whether you're giving back financially or through passing on a skill or through supporting somebody emotionally, it's really important to give back to those around you. And I think it's that everybody has value that they can give to a situation and that there's no way to say that one value is greater than another person's value. So everybody just needs to give what they can and do what they can to make life easier and better for those around them. And that we need to get rid of our our hoarding mentality of taking opportunities and keeping opportunities as if they were something that is limited because they're not limited. There's enough opportunity and enough things and enough love for everybody out there. And I think we just need to you know, be open to sharing that. And I think that's what community creates is it creates an opportunity to be able to give back to people and to share. And that is so important.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, that resonates very highly at the moment, doesn't it? You know, mm. the al- almost, you know, we're so obsessed with the, the monetary value we place on ourselves and the work we do that we can forget that sometimes it doesn't matter what that monetary value is. Mm, mm-hmm. Your value doing an activity for someone doesn't have to have a monetary value. It it can mean more than that. Exactly. Uh, and is is just as equal as someone coming in on board saying, here's a thousand pounds to go and do something.
3: Exactly. It,
2: obviously, we need money to live, unfortunately, but it right now with the fact that we're in the arts communities there's so little money floating around. Um I think it really has what you've just said really, is really heightened and and been the focused on that has been greater than ever right now and it's good to see. Like
3: I think this is something people are going to discover about themselves and the things that they lack and the things that they crave. I think people are just craving community and they didn't know beforehand. And uh, and I think that that's one of the positive things that will definitely come from isolation is the having everybody open their eyes to what they need and how they can give back to things. Um and to to start just living for yourself and for other people because it's, I don't know, you just like when you're our age, we like, I don't have a house and you don't have a house. Do you No Like we're like, I have a dream. I would love to have a house one day, but like if I saved for a house and didn't hire somebody to do sound for me because I wanted to get a mortgage, you know, somebody else would never be able to get a mortgage too. So it just, I, I feel like, I don't know, it, especially in this situation, it's so important to be able to shop locally, pay the people you're working with well, treat them with respect because opportunities come around, whether or not they come from the people you're giving opportunities to. And that's what community yeah. is. It's about it's about yeah. looking out for each other.
0: That voiceover work does sound interesting.
2: Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I, I do want to have a go. She, it, she's... Set herself up on a website called Fiverr, I think it's oh, called yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: really? On that? Which is,
2: which is a freelance service where you offer your services out. You can get
0: anything. You can design logos. Can, Everything exactly. can be done on there, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, uh, I, I think that's where she's uh, picking up these opportunities. Oh, that's I think. cool. Um, I'm not, not certain about that. So, just uh, that you can hear the full interview with Joey. We and her spoke for about over a half hour. Yeah. And you, you've had you've had about half of that, but... Um, We we did a lot of talking and you hear the full interview over on our Patreon page. uh, If you're part of that, um, feel free to become a part of that on www.patreon.com forward slash whiskey and things. That's whiskey without an E. And uh, if you want to find out more about Joey, at Joey Clarkson on Twitter and at Joey Clarkson Music on Instagram. We've also added a couple of songs to our Spotify playlist.
0: It's a great Uh, album. I was listening to it. It's very soothing. A, it really is, it's a really it? great album um, she's got
2: a song song on there at the moment which uh, we talked about in a full interview called Sort Yourself Out yeah and uh, it's kind of it's very apt right now yeah that's a tune definitely feels definitely feels very apt right I now I listen to so that will go on I there. listen
0: to both her albums there's a song called Get Out on their previous album which is awesome as well just oh, obviously go and there listen to well. a new one first but it will go you know listen to the other one Get Out is a tune
2: alright well, well we'll put a few songs up on the playlist then Search for whiskey and things, the playlist on Spotify.
0: Sweet,
1: so fresh.
2: So I'm, I'm re- really enjoying the whiskey this week, Nick. Not going to lie, you enjoying that? Uh, I, I, yeah, I know, I know. We we're on, um, we're on slightly different ones, but uh, next week we're back on.
0: We are back on form, right? Okay, we're doing two. Um, I looked this up as well. Scotches is the plural of scotch. I had to look that up earlier. Um, we're doing two scotches <laughs> in a row there's
2: only there's only one plural of the word well, scotch they, you're meant to <laughs> say
0: scotch whiskies is the full ah, thing it's, you know right, scotches is, is actually a word that's allowed but we are okay. doing another scotch whiskey next week we are going for the Highland Park 12 year the Viking, the Viking version, one. the one with probably the one of the most beautiful bottles around at the moment it's all kind of
2: Talking of next week, we are also going to be joined by our friend Danny Gruff.
0: Danny Gruff. We're having our first three-way next week. First,
2: three, first three-way interview.
0: Interview, uh, yes. Interview. <sighs> That's tough on lockdown. <laughs> that would be tough on lockdown.
2: But um, we, we actually heard from Danny this week. He actually tweeted uh, tweeted us, um, or he tweeted out the show. Did he? Um, saying how much he enjoyed the Dean Lemon interview and last week. And he's right week. to. He's right to, because it was a very good interview. And I think, I think the Joe interview is good as well. So mm. Danny's... Danny's got a lot to live up to. He's got he two, in, two great interviews there, two inspirational characters. It's great having people on at the moment who are really positive at a time when there's, you know, a, of uncertainty. Yeah, for sure. And because it's, of- it's uh, I find it quite inspirational listening listening to those guys uh, talk about what they're up to and how they're, how they're trying to keep sane. Especially they're both artists, so they're both similar to me. It might not, maybe doesn't relate to other people as well, but for me, I've really enjoyed... Um, both of those interviews
0: no they were great yeah nice one you want to tell you, good job you Dave what also,
2: huh? thanks do you want to tell you what I've also enjoyed Nick
0: yes please
2: I've, re- I've really enjoyed hearing from people about the
0: show oh I like it when you tell me about it when we're recording yeah, this yeah. as well
2: it's it, it's really nice Yeah, obviously we've heard from people on uh, on Twitter on Facebook on Instagram uh, and and Patreon and also iTunes reviews I mean we're, we're getting around oh and that's fantastic keep, thank keep you very coming. much everyone so we heard from Amar on Facebook. Amar uh, became a patron supporter of ours before the first episode was even up. And he doesn't even drink whiskey. That's
0: outrageous. Thank you, though.
2: It's crazy. <laughs> so thank you very much, Amar. Uh, lo- lovely guy. Um, and uh, he said he doesn't drink whiskey. On Facebook, he left a message saying he doesn't drink whiskey. But he has said that we seem to be getting more comfortable with this format and he thought last week's episode was a beautiful episode. Now, I agree. I think we are getting better. I, I thought it would take us five weeks to, to get in our stride.
0: Right. I feel we're getting there already. Five weeks. Is that why you got the bog roll to be able to wipe up the uh, crap episodes? <laughs> we, okay. Well good. That, yeah. that
2: as well. But I do, I do want to say, as much as we are getting used to this format and the lockdown format of the show in particular, the, the plan is that the things bit will get more interesting. We've got some good interviews, but yeah. the two of us. Do intend on doing things with our life, which will make this show more entertaining uh, once we can get outside and actually do stuff. And Nick made a very good point earlier. Please invite us to your house parties, but don't have them. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't have them. That way we can start doing more things quicker once all this is over and make the show even more entertaining. That's the plan.
0: Yes. That is the point. Ain't that the truth. That is the truth. It's not just going to be, at the moment, all I do is go for a run. That's all I do when I go out. You do not want to hear about that.
2: I do. What time do you get up for your run, Nick, you That's crazy cat? It's 7am, mate. Why, though? I saw this the other day, and I don't understand it. Why mm. are you doing that? Why, why
0: I like you routine. We go for a run? I like a routine. 7 a. So, yeah, at 7am? Yeah, out at 7.30, run until like half 8, shower, breakfast <sighs> by 9, boom, ready to go. Ready to go.
2: Wake up at ten. Get out of bed at <laughs> half eleven. Wake up with the
0: crack of noon.
2: <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah,
0: let's uh, let these people get back to their their fun lives. Thanks for listening, everyone. Shall <laughs> Thank we, you. Yeah, should we uh, hit it and quit it, Dave?
2: We could take it to the bridge. The bridge <laughs> of your nose. <laughs> God knows where you put that in.
0: Not just the tip. Take it to the bridge. <laughs>